Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning, everybody. KCO Day radio program, Wednesday edition. Oh, and some people are thinking they're more important than they are. I think we're going to have to deal with this. Kicking things off this morning. Let me get the uh, actual language. Want to make sure we are uh, 100% um, accurate here. Um, all right. How the headers changed on this thing. So uh, somebody sent me this story, and, and I'm sorry, I was laughing. Because I'm a horrible person. I readily admit it. That's fine. But I did find it rather amusing. So uh, here we go. This is the headline. Flyover for Bruins game. <clears throat> excuse me. At Fenway Park. Freaks out Boston residents. Quote, almost had a heart attack. Well, I think if you almost had a heart attack, that's probably due to your dietary habits. We can just start there. No, Boston was not under attack. Thanks for clarifying that, author of the story. For any of the uh, Bruins fans reading this. But for a few minutes, some residents and their pets were freaked out, wondering what in the world was going on. Greg Epstein writes on social media, um, did a fighter jet just do a flyover of Somerville or Boston? Does anyone know what that sound was? Whatever sound that was in the skies over Boston a minute ago, it's fast and low. Said Juliet Kamen, a Boston resident and national security expert. Those are military planes, but I have no idea why. The wicked, loud, intense sound was from F-15 jet flyover for the Winter Classic at Fenway Park, where the Boston Bruins faced the Penguins. There was indeed an F-15 jet flyover, blah, 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 from the Mass Air National Guard. The residents say the jets were lower and louder than previous flyovers. I literally almost had a heart attack, but definitely it's got to be the flyover from the Classic because I can see Fenway from my window. That was the loudest I ever heard him. We've had flyovers before, 
But that was like nothing. All right, so you get the gist of this. I can stop reading all this stupidity. If you live in a major city and you have a big sporting event, and that's a big sporting event because they play outdoors, outdoor hockey. They do this in a few different places. What's your logical assumption? Is your logical assumption they're doing a flyover for a big sporting event that's going on? Or that somehow China or whoever might it picked you as the first strike? I, I They're not bombing Boston first, okay? Frankly, what they need to do is they need to get everyone out of that stadium and... Uh, you know what I'm Ross, you see where I'm going with this? I don't I don't want I don't want anyone to get hurt. But I'm thinking get everyone out of that stadium and uh, you know, Moab those stadiums. Yeah, you need Has to anything ev- good ever happened there? Nothing. You need to evacuate for the safety of the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not a monster. I'm just I'm doing look, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uncomplicate your life, okay? Get them out. Get a get an, uh, enough F fifteens to get Fenway. Uh, the garden, uh, fly down to, uh, you know, fly south, get that pesky football stadium. You're doing everyone a favor. And then no more flyovers. You're welcome. Because that's what we are here on this show. We are solutions. We are solutions to life's problems. Like, I'm going to help the city of Durham today because it's what I do. I'm a nice guy like that. But you needed a whole story, and you needed to include Wicked, not as a quote, but as something the author included in the story. Because some people who probably heard flyovers a gazillion times all of a sudden think that some, uh, you know, some rogue nation is there, some uh, Red Dawn moments happened, and somehow Boston is the target of opportunity. At least with Denver, it made sense considering, you know, NORAD and all that. But I got to I got to think that if they're going to go after sensitive infrastructure, um, that's not going to be numero uno on the list there. So, but hey, that's what we're here. That's what we're here to help. And and my way of helping is I'm going to eliminate the possibility of that happening. So if you do hear a fighter jet next time, something bad's happening. Because uh, we're gonna gonna handle those stadiums for you. All right, eight 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 nine three four seven eight seven four. Ross, any other stadiums? While well, I got the jets in the air, you think that maybe we should just get rid of to keep residents from getting uh, surprised? Maybe uh, two other stadiums. Perhaps, I don't know, one in Florida, one in uh, New Jersey. Would that be helpful for you? I, that would help, yeah, for the children, yeah. For, for the kids, because yeah, there's right. a lot of kids right. in the greater New York and Miami areas. I don't well, know I if mean you guys New know Jersey, this. yeah. More like New Jersey, you thinking? Well, I, no, 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 I say greater New York. Okay. Yeah, meaning the you know the tri-state area there, so. But yes, yes. Yeah, like would you say with like within like if you were there you could visually see the state of New York. Correct, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. I don't so know if we'll, I would call that the real New York though, but sure. No, 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 no. And I said New Jersey first, then I said New York area. So, I uh, just wanted to be helpful on all of that. <laughs> Was it the flyover or the booster? 
See, these are the questions on on Twitter I'm trying to eliminate. Just saying. Be helpful for you. Oh, speaking of sports, I guess I just, I must have been living in a bubble. Did you see the Washington Redskins, excuse me, Commandos? Yes, call them Commandos. Uh, The Washington Commandos' new mascot? Did you see this thing? Good Lord, people, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Ross, have you laid eyes on the Washington uh, Commandos' new mascot? Uh, I missed that. I missed it. Oh, Google it right now. This is one of reaction. All right, Ross is gonna Ross is gonna hit the old Google on that. The first, all I could do is just go f that and close the window when I first saw it because it was so stupid. But that's what they're doing. First, they're like, "Duh, let's get rid of this name." That can't be real. What are you looking at? Are you looking at a war pig? It's, You're a, looking giant, at a, war it's pig? a giant pig. Yep, that's I mean, it. it's appropriate for the it's, city. It, that's it, it's man. It's perfect. Never mind. Feeding at the trough, right? <laughs> that's the new mascot. It's a war pig. Right? Because that's, you know, obviously. What did somebody say to me? Um, and they said it jokingly so everyone can just not freak out. And this is, uh, this is a black guy who said this to me. Uh, who's one of the guys is in a little football group. And, and he said, he calls them the Redskins. And I'm like, come on, dude. That's not it. It's the commanders. He goes, yeah. He goes, so they're the way that they decided to go ahead and overcome what they thought was bigotry towards Native Americans was to literally name it after the colonizers. Great. And I did get a chuckle out of that. Then I saw the war pig, and I just had to shut the window. I'm like, nope. Not dealing with this stupidity. What in the heck is that thing? But that's a thing that's a thing. So I guess if you're a Washington fan, you got yourself a war pig. Kudos. Good for you. I've got a giant I got a Viking guy with a giant uh uh you know weaponry. So I like his chances against your pig. Just saying. All right, 617 coming up on the show. Uh, we got some interesting little nuggets of info from the uh, J6 committee stuff. We'll, uh, we'll have to get into that. Jake Tapper's not having his best day. And uh, I'm going to tie two stories out of Oregon together. Uh, plus, we'll help the city of Durham, as stated. And thank God the media is there to clear up the Jeremy Renner story. What a dumb headline. All this and more coming your way here on the KCO Day radio program. One oh six one FM talk and 94.5 WPTI. Two stations driving the best in talk. This is KCO Day and Carolina's morning news. All right, good morning, and welcome back. It is 6.23 here on the KCO Day radio program. Oh, well, that's nice. All right, so uh, is everyone aware of the Jeremy Renner story? I saw this yesterday. We didn't talk about it because 
I don't know that it need talked about. Jeremy Renner, actor from um, what was the Bourne movie that he did? I can't remember what the name of that one was. It was one where Jason Bourne's not in it. Bourne Legacy or something? I thought that was a pretty good flick, by the way. Basically, he's one of these other guys who was in the program, and they're using uh, drugs, and it's a whole thing. So you should check it out. And uh, also, more recently and probably more famously for most people, Hawkeye from the Avengers series, the TV show, the everything. All right. And I don't know. I like Jeremy Renner. I, uh, maybe he's some moon bat. I guess I've never really noticed, but uh, it seems like a pretty normal guy. And it sounds like he's got himself a uh, spread up near Lake Tahoe. Good for him. Uh, they get a crap ton of snow up there. Just ask the Donners. And um, uh, apparently there was a uh, some sort of motorist or somebody had gotten stranded or kind of stuck over in the snow. So Renner, since he's got the spread, He's also got one of these little mini snow plows. And I don't mean like on the front of the truck. I mean like the whole unit, uh, you know, likely for his property. But he decides he's going to use it to uh, help out somebody who's in trouble. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, called a piston bully. I don't know if you know, ever seen one of these. So, and it's, it's I mean, it's, I say it's not a full size. It's still big. A thing weighs... Several, probably, well, hold on here. I got some specs on this thing. Seven tons. It weighs says, r- roughly seven tons. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So he decides he's going to use this to tow another personal vehicle that becomes snowbound because obviously this thing gets around and they got a crap ton of snow. And... uh. He ended up getting injured. So that, that sucks, and, and he's got some pretty good injuries, but he's sharing photos from the, uh, from the hospital, all that good stuff. That should be the end of the story. And he wasn't driving it. A family member was driving it. He was kind of, he was the guy outside facilitating it, and... Uh, Sounds like he got run over his own snow cap by his own family member. But nobody thought anything above and beyond that except uh, no good deed goes unpunished. Well, no, because this is the headline I see this morning. Sheriff, quote, no foul play in Avengers star snow tractor injury. I mean, no foul play. Were, were you, did you, were you, do you, did you think Thanos did it? I mean, what, what are you investigating? You ever, nobody's ever gotten hurt trying to, you ever had a toe chain snap trying to pull your buddy out of a snow drift and then the chain comes back and slaps the side of the truck thankfully first and then whacks you and you have a bruise on the side of your leg about the, about the width of your arm? I have, and I don't remember Sheriff Kirkpatrick uh, up there in uh, uh, Johnson County, Buffalo, Wyoming, uh, investigating to see if Thanos did that to me. 
So I'm glad we've ruled out foul play as though there's some sort of Jeremy Renner snowplow, uh, snowplow conspiracy. And good for good for them getting to the bottom of that. Do appreciate it. All right, one more real quick one because I uh, since we're on this. So for those of you who aren't haven't been following this, and I guess why would you? The city of Durham got sucked into what's known as this uh, shot spotter thing, right? So basically, they put a bunch of listening devices. I'm going to simplify this greatly because there's actually a lot more to it, which is why it's so friggin' expensive. Um, so they get a bunch of listening devices. They put them all around Durham, and uh, if there is a sound that sounds like a gunshot, it notifies police, and it's supposed to obviously increase response time. I've seen some mixed bags on this stuff, and it's expensive. And then there's also the the part where some people see it as a little big government-y. My frustration with it is the city of Durham tends to reject other stuff out there. You know, like holding criminals accountable, not coddling them. Not running around every time some criminal tangles with police and gets the minor uh, minor injury and uh, and trying to defund the police, they tend to go those routes. Well, they installed this thing and it got its first big test and failed miserably the other day. I'll give you the reason they say and uh, some thoughts coming up in just a few minutes. Hey. Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right. uh, Good morning, everybody. It is uh, 635 here on the KCO Day radio program. All right. Back over to this. Okay. So, um, telling you about the uh, shot spotter tech, it's supposed to detect gunshots. So, you spent a bunch of money on this. Some of the residents are unhappy for two different reasons. One, they feel that there's a, you know, a little big, big brother aspect. I can't necessarily blame them for that. And the other half, I think, because they don't want criminals caught because they are criminals. A um, little bit of both. Although some people probably like it. Anything they think that the city is doing to go ahead and get the police there sooner so that they can de-escalate or else. Well, you can't engage with a suspect even if they're stabbing you in the neck. We'll we'll have that story out of uh, Suffolk County, New York coming up. Um, the problem is, problem is there are a lot of other things that the city of Durham decides not to do. So it would be one thing if they were doing all the other stuff, but they're, they're not. And they're like, wow, we'll just we'll go ahead and get some tech in there. That'll solve this. And it's like, well, no, you still you got to have the follow-through. you got to want to get criminals. you got to want to keep them off the street, throw the book at them, especially habitual criminals making the city unsafe. So what happened? Well, they had a... Uh, 
Had a big old shooting over the weekend. And um, uh, marring, marring the uh, Christmas holiday. Six people were shot Sunday, including five people in a mass shooting at 1000 North Miami Boulevard. Police say they were searching for the person or people responsible for the shooting. Two victims have life-threatening injuries, including the 17-year-old. All right, so you got you got a massive you got a massive gunfight shooting going on, or gunfights? I guess the wrong term. I didn't. I don't know that they returned fire. And you got this tech this tech that was installed in that area like two weeks ago, just for this purpose. Well, guess what? It didn't activate. So you ignored more traditional ways to deal with criminals. You know, throwing the book at them if they continue to be uh, problems. You then spent a, buck, a bucket of money of the taxpayer's money on this tech so that you can pretend like you're doing something and your tech doesn't work. So does anyone want to guess why the tech didn't work? Well, Mayor Pro Tem Mark Anthony Middleton says there may be a good reason the gunfire detection technology did not notify police. Let me quote here. If it was indeed a drive-by shooting, the technology is not designed to pick up the acoustical signatures when shots are fired from a vehicle. Well, I'm sure this is just a one-off, right? Uh, Ross, uh, can you look it up real quick? Uh, In the city of Durham, there's obviously, there's never been uh, a drive, uh, what do they call drive-by shooting? And this is a new thing, I guess, where people fire from a vehicle. Um, That's never happened other than this in the city of Durham, right? All right, Ross going to look that up real quick. I'm I'm pretty sure it probably has never happened in the city. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. The uh, printer's going. The, oh, oh. Oh, apparently it's a frequent problem. So wait a so so you're telling you're telling me that you have all this tech, and the way that criminals can thwart the tech is to simply fire from inside the vehicle. Man, what if they can, what if that catches on? Can you imagine? What if the criminals look to see that in this 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 thing that happened in Durham for the first time ever in the history? Of, of criminal behavior and, and, and gang shootings and all of that, that somebody figured out that you can, you can shoot from the vehicle. What if that catches on? Ross, you were unable to find any instance ever in history of anyone shooting from a vehicle prior to this, correct? Couldn't find any, uh, what are they called, drive-by? What is that? I actually found a few, yeah. Oh, did yeah, you? Did, but yeah. not in Durham, right? Actually, in, are you sitting down? I am seated. Are you prone? I'm. I hold on. I'm holding on to the side you handles of the chair. You Go might ahead. just want to dig a giant hole and get in the hole. Okay. Why? Okay. All right. Dug in. Yes. Are what? you wearing like a helmet of some sort? Like some always. Sort of like... You know, I wear my safety helmet in. All here. right. Yeah. I found a few. Oh no! In the city of Durham. Yeah. Oh. May I'm sure nobody was aware of this though. Uh, in the you know over in the. Um, uh, the old uh, elected official department. They probably were not familiar with this. Now, 
now this is probably a really wonky source you pulled, I'm assuming, right? It's not like this is something that might be integrated into pop culture, music, or anything like that, right? This drive-by or whatever they're calling it. Is that like a rent? That's where you get your food, right? You go and you stay and you stay in your car, and then they give you food when you give them money, right? That's drive-by. Is that? Am I confusing the that's technology? A dr- that's a drive-through. It's different. Completely oh, different. A, a drive-through. Drive-through. Okay. Well, that sounds more violent than drive-by, right? You know, like let's say uh, let's say you had a pane of glass, and there's two guys carrying it across the street. What do you feel is more violent if you drive by it or if you drive through it? Drive through it, right? That sounds much more destructive. So I don't know. I feel like the uh, the terminology may be flipped. You guys paid all that money, and if somebody shoots out of a car, it doesn't work? <laughs> oh, did nobody ask that question? Well, what if? What if the criminal was to shoot from a vehicle? Oh, well, uh, no, the, uh, the, the tech doesn't work. All right, are there any other shortcomings? Now, it is I who ask you, not just Ross, but all of you, are you sitting down? Seated, helmet attached, in the hole, holding on for dear life. You ready for this? The sensors also won't pick up if somebody shoots from a building, which is a sad, sad lesson the city of Dallas learned back in the early 60s. Shot spotter didn't go off. Some say the government disengaged it and it was a whole whole thing. So the way that this tech works is you need some would-be criminal to pull out what I'm assuming has to be something larger than a 22, so something with a, a, a decent little audio signature. Say, uh, the gun of Dirty Harry. So you need you need this this would be criminal with the gun of Dirty Harry to stand directly adjacent to the shot spotter uh, listening post. And then fire a gun, but probably make sure there's no other noise going on at the time, like traffic, somebody's honking, kids playing nearby. Not that that stops criminals. Probably that's how that works. Money well spent. Money well spent. Yes, Jamal, what's up? Hey, Casey, the argument you was making earlier, and Happy New Year, Casey, glad that you're back. Happy New Year, Ross, glad that you're back. KC, the argument you're literally making is what I went to the Durham City Council and made in July about having somebody who's going to prosecute the criminals. Yes, the spot, the shot spotter technology is not perfect. However, when you get somebody, if Santana Doonberry is not going to prosecute, she's going to use some equity, black folk being in slavery and Jim Crow and, oh, Lord, segregation. If she's going to do that argument, then it's no good. It's te- it is no good. When you have a mayor and a mayor pro temp, you remember when the school bus got shot at, the mayor pro temp, when the school bus had to drive in a ditch. The mayor pro tip said, 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, it's because people need more poverty programs. Instead of calling them thugs. Yes, the people in Durham. The people in Durham. They do side with criminals because so many don't want their son being locked up or their daughter being locked up for what they did. And that's why they keep hiring people like Satana Doonberry, former Judge Elena O'Neill. And I'm not saying that because I ran for mayor and I lost. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's because you can tell by their actions they're not interested in stopping crime. Listen to Casey. They have doom buggies. No, but they're doing what the people want. Jamal, they're doing what the people want. They're they're the ones getting elected. They're letting criminals run amok over there. Then that's the will of the people, and that's what people obviously in the city of Durham in the majority seem to feel is uh, how they want to do things. So all I can do is sit here and mock it that you bought uh, some magic beans that can't hear if you fire a gun out of a window like they've been doing in uh, uh, music videos since the late 80s. So I'm happy to mock that. But, Casey, it goes to the point there are some good people in Durham who wanted to stop. Then leave. Then get who out. Then get out. Then, then get out. You're outnumbered. You're outnumbered, and you're probably outgunned at this point. It's sad. You know what, Casey? It, it is. Yes, it is. And you know what, Casey? And, and 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 I just want to say this: They always try to blame white conservatives. They always they I hear so much of this in Durham about Republicans or white conservatives. And when I sit here and tell people all this murder in Durham, all this killing, yes, it is blacks. It is majority of blacks doing it. But all these white liberals who sit here and give money and sit here and support these liberals to keep themselves in power, you got. If you want to talk about racism. Blame them. I get so sick and tired of people blaming white conservatives. I'm happy to. For everyone who gets shot in the city of Durham, for every kid who's going to get a freezy with his parents and gets gunned down because his SUV looks too similar to some gangbangers, every enabler and everyone who sat there and, and sent money to the campaigns of the idiots who don't do anything over this, they have as much blood on their hands as the people carrying this out. I absolutely believe that. I'm so glad you said that, Casey, because they do. It's a, the shooting. The, it's just so bad. I'll be honest. I tell my wife, "Don't we're not eating in Durham. I don't go. When I go to the Durham County GOP meeting, that's the only time I really go in Durham. And, and I'm not going in there. And we have tried. We, and people say, well, why don't you try to reach out to the minority communities? The minority communities don't want to be reached. Let me go on to say that. Oh, Whenever some of them do. You, Absolutely. Sit there, you think the mom of that kid who got shot, uh, you, you think that she doesn't want to reach out to the minority community? Let me ask you a question. Did you ask, if you ask her who does she vote for, who does she vote for, and I bet you I'm willing to bet money, Casey, she, I will tell you, she re-voted for Santana Doonberry. She, she re-voted for all these other Democrats and put them back in the... 
considering the uh, voting participation rates in the city, she probably didn't vote for anybody. The, 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 the point is this. I do believe that there are people, and thanks for the call there, uh, uh, Jamal, I appreciate it. There are people in the city of Durham that do want action. There are, city of the peop- there are people in the city that, due to their socioeconomic status, live in these areas, these high-crime areas, and are terrified. And, and to some extent, I do understand why they don't want to engage visibly, right? Where they're out there talking to the police, uh, you know, where everyone can see all of those things. But there are things behind the scenes that can be done, and that speaking for people who don't have power is something that a politician can do. And they're not. They're speaking for the people that would terrify those communities in the decisions that they make. And that's the sad part. 648, hang on. Your day, smarter, and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. All I'm saying is I want Lynn Woods to take a look at it, Okay. That's all. I what what's wrong with Lane Bear the process that got us here? The voting process. You know, these secret ballots, man. I just uh, I don't know. Uh just so you all know Ross is unbearable and will be unbearable for some time to come. Where's my photo spread? Where's my fancy photo spread? You just did one with this your stupid This is ridiculous. App. This is absurd and egregious. I'm putting down a t-shirt going to sell that thing. So one of the one of the several magazines or people around here who do a best of every year. This one's fair. I haven't seen this. Is this the one that's new? No, it's Carrie Living. It, what's that? This isn't Carrie Living, right? Yeah, it is. All right, hold on. All right. Got to go back to this. I thought this was the Midtown one. No, it's Carrie Living Magazine. Okay. All right. All right. So this is Carrie Carrie Living Magazine. So they do. All right. So they do uh, twenty. Okay. So it is. Yeah. No. 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 It is Midtown and Carrie Living are the, are the same company. That's why. Okay. So we're both right. But so they do their their best of twenty twenty two. And best local radio personality they uh, in every section they have gold silver and bronze um and ross won gold uh, yeah number, number one. one uh number two is erica from g105 just down the hall and somehow i'm number three congratulations amanda number three <laughs> third place congrats what do you i think you know it's a big is this what you do there. on your twitch streams you it's rig a votes big accomplishment the biggest Number accomplishment three. is that they let us appear in the winnings. I can't believe they let us win. I can't, I can't believe it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's weird because in the other ones, the ones uh, you know, some of them are run by like WRAL and others. Uh, we never seem to get any votes. It's almost it's so weird. But it's so it's weird because like Eric has won this before numerous times, and she always right. gets like a giant photo spread and all this. So where's my photo spread? Yeah, I don't Where know. I want to be in the damn magazine. This is ridiculous. I'm number email. one. It's probably in an email you ignored. We they probably called me numerous times. I never picked it up. Let me look Just at my call it, history man. from like months ago. 
Because well, I probably got a bunch email. of calls from Carrie, and I was like, "What the? Leave me alone." They sent an email here. I'm, I'm busy the being other number day one, asking if we wanted to attend the. They have like a. They have some gathering that they do for everyone, but they don't tell you whether you won or they just tell you that you're obviously somebody who may have won. So. And I just saw the email, and I'm like, "Yeah, probably not." We have Ross is sure as heck not going to go, except maybe he maybe he does now because uh, he won. You want me to send you that? I'll find it in my inbox. I can't wait for tomorrow's meeting. I'm going to walk into that thing. You're having a T-shirt made with the results, aren't and you? And I'm getting a scepter. You can't. No, 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 no. You don't crown. get a scepter. This is going to go horribly, and all of you yokels who... Uh, First of all, you didn't create the event. Secondly, I'm pretty sure that that's not the purpose of the event. So tomorrow, I was looking at our calendar, we have the iHeart kickoff meeting 2023. We do this every year, obviously. It's a, you know an all-staff meeting for, for our company. And I do not believe that you can physically change it in the Teams app to the Ross Hayes Christening Honorarium slash iHeart kickoff meeting. Why, well, it sounds appropriate to me. Well, one, I don't even think that you on that thing that said that you on a on a weird secret poll is what do you mean, a weird topic secret of polls? discussion. So, what's that? I mean, weird secret poll. Same people put you in third, man. I'd say you should be proud of that. So, yes, yeah, you ain't first or last, but still, again, you know what I mean. First, that's pretty good. Again, first, it's just amazing that they put us in there. Either of us. Or anything having to do with our station? Uh, do you think they? Do you think they know what our station is? Probably not. It's complete domination on our part. So that was well done. Um, but two, why do you want to make the meeting longer? Three, I just called up the meeting on here. You haven't even you haven't even accepted the meeting invite. Yeah, no, I'm not sure if I'm going to go. I'm very busy. I'm so busy, dude. You know, I'm doing what? I got to go collect trophies and stuff, and I got to you know kiss babies and you know sign stuff, and okay. yeah, I got to do all that kind of stuff. All right. Well, it's not uh, easy. You know, it's a, it's a curse. You're you're covered up there. So heavy is the head that wears the crown. They say that's number one. Do you know Feels who said good. that? Uh yeah. You some some. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Can Google it. Come on, come on. I mean, I, I you tell me what to do. I'm I'm number one. Okay. I'm very busy right. in here. Very busy. Oh no, I thought you. Were, I'm sorry. I thought you were googling it. No, I've moved uh, on to other things, man. Yeah, see, always Jack Nicholson. Forward. Jack Nicholson said that in The Departed. So. Oh, did he? Yeah, it's a great yes. movie. Mm-hmm. So, just saying, help you out with that. All right, so uh, we got that going this morning. Uh, Ross has tweeted out a screenshot, and then on his account, and then retweeted on the show account. If you want to go look at it and post stupid royalty memes. 
uh, as people are doing. That is uh, an available activity this morning. I, I'm, I'm going to turn that into a T-shirt. I can't wait. You pick it up at the Hayes for Share from Merch Store. So you're going to literally you're going mon- to take wanna- an award and monetize it? Yes. That doesn't feel a little scummy? Like you're taking advantage not at all. of the people who got you there? I mean, I'm not one for self-promotion. It just feels right, though. So like you literally required the public and the audience to get you the award, and now you're going to fleece them. That is correct. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you know, honesty is the best policy. Glad that's uh, the direction we're going this morning. By the way, are any of you overweight? Raise your hand if you're overweight. If you can. Maybe that's maybe that's too much. Exercise for the day. Um, do you ever think it's white people's fault? Now, if you are a white person, then it is white people's fault. It's your fault, right? Because you're a white person. So uh, maybe you're disqualified from this. But if you're not, you can still claim it's white people's fault. How do I know? Well, I uh, tend to, uh, you know, have ears and go on social media and listen to idiots like this. I'm going to prove to you why white people are the reason I'm fat today. All right. And before I get into this, by the way, the level's a little low there. Will you pitch the button bar up? Okay. All right. Um, She is of... Indian heritage, Indian as in the subcontinent India, okay? Just because she'll say it later on, but I think it's better because you're not armed with the visual to have the visual. But obviously, she does not appear to be in India. She appears... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, in, in the way that she referenced stuff that she now lives in the United States or her family lives in the United States or whatever it is. So, again, I don't, I don't know. I'm making assumptions because she's not direct, direct. But she's got a lot of ideas. And she does appear to be less than the ideal weight and i'm not bringing it up to be a jerk to her i'm bringing it up because she's bringing it up okay here we go yes i'm aware (laughs) i am aware that that is shakespeare the heavy is the head no, but it's, it's not. You're right. No, I looked it up, man, because I was curious. You know, it's funnier to say that Jack Nicholson in The Departed said it as Whitey Bulger. He said it right. He played Whitey Bulger in the movie. No, I mean he wasn't technically well based Whitey on Bulger. a character inspired by. Call Boston Paul. You're and ask him. Let's <laughs> like to make that up. So anyway, uh, back to this. Uh, the chick who's overweight, and it's all uh, white people's fault. Okay, go ahead, ma'am. I'm going to prove to you why white people are the reason I'm fat today. If white people didn't go looking for spices, then various sea routes to Indian subcontinent and Africa and other places of the world would not get discovered. And if they didn't get discovered, then East India Company would never come to Indian subcontinent. 
And if they didn't come, then the fertility of the land would not get destroyed because they forced us to cultivate tobacco and dyes and opioid, things like that. And that destroyed the fertility of my country. Opioids. They, so they, I'm sorry, they forced you to make hillbilly heroin? I mean, are, is everyone following this logic? All right, just to reiterate. If you all didn't need your food spiced up and didn't get in your stupid boats so you could go find the stupid place where the stupid spices are, then you wouldn't have brought your stupid grains with you. But then then genes and metabolism kick in, and we're farming opioids or but opiates. Wouldn't somebody have discovered it at some point, or would it, like, all of these, like, you know, undiscovered, quote, undiscovered places, would it have been, like, the, the back of the closet leading to Narnia? Like, nobody would have ever found it, right? It just Eventually, Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. If you remember. Um, yeah. But, you know, not before that. So still a white dude. Yes, unfortunately, still a white dude. Okay. All right, all right, but hold on, hold on, where this rabbit hole's not done. And then, if that didn't happen, and if they didn't exploit and extract resources until my ancestors were left with nothing to eat, we wouldn't move to this grain-heavy, very little nutritious diet that we have today. Also, if white people didn't come to the Indian subcontinent, then my ancestors would not go through 50 small, medium, large famines in a period of 200 years. And in 1943, nearly 3 million people would not have died due to starvation and malnutrition. All right. So um, now here, if she was sitting here and she was wanting to make an argument that um, India suffered under colonial expansion and rule, uh, that's a fair argument. But that, that's not what this is about. As you will find out, that stuff is just part of the journey along the way because now she's going to get into the genetics of it, which, again, all started because you didn't want to eat your meat or uh, vegetables without a little seasoning on them. We also wouldn't biologically be programmed to hold on to more fat because my genes, they always think, okay, you're going to die at some point, there's going to be a famine. Wait, hold, hold on. Uh, Ross, Are your, do your genes ever, do your Levi's ever have, like, conscious thought on your behalf? Are my genes, like, uh, like, the genes I'm wearing or, like, the G-E-N-E-S? I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at my award. So you're saying, like... Genes, like, uh, there, yes, your Levi's. They're, they are not sentient. Oh, okay. All right. But That's oddly, good. when I eat a lot of cake, I can't fit into them, so... There does seem to be some sort of correlation there as to what I put into my face hole. You right. Know, if, well, yeah. but I'm just, but if they were sentient, that would be troublesome, like, because occasionally you're wearing them and you've just consumed Taco Bell. That would be absolutely disgusting, actually. And why would you do that to a sentient being other than yourself? All right. Uh, continue, ma'am. I'm sorry. Something about your, your genes or something? You will not have food and you're going to die. I would also not be prone to diabetes, heart, high blood pressure, um, heart diseases, and all that other things. Medical. So, yeah, white people is the reason why I can't lose weight. <laughs> can I make a suggestion? Can we change one word? And can we change the word people to bread? 
because then I feel like this is a thousand percent accurate. We are a, we are a society of zero responsibility, and it's only getting worse. Seven seventeen, hang on. The re- the show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're not renaming the studios after you. Wait, that sounds stupid. The Ross Hayes studio. What is this? The Tonight Show? That's not happening. It's pretty damn close, you know. Well, first, it's a morning show. I think you get like one third of a vote, though, don't you? I'm sorry? You get like one third of a vote. What do you mean? Your your vote counts as a third, right? My vote counts as like, you know, a whole vote. You could argue that my vote counts for three and yours counts for one. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah, because math and stuff. All right. Uh, And you know what? It's not all all about you. Other people have milestones in their life that they're hitting. Have you stopped for a moment to think that other people have some big stuff going Mm on? Like, would you would you like to congratulate uh, the Joker from DC Comics on uh, his pregnancy? I'm sorry, what? Uh, so the Joker in the latest edition of uh, the Batman comics is now pregnant. So, it, with it, like his own child, a figment of his imagination, or because he's nuts? Uh, no, no, it's an actual. Oh. Um, it's described as a mud monster who transforms into a child version of the Joker, who the Joker then adopts. So, so congratulations, right, to the Joker for. I mean, it, it sounds absolutely stupid and woke and ridiculous, but say Joaquin Phoenix were to play that in a movie, would you watch it? I'm just I I'm, now. I'm just terrified that now this gets incorporated into the next movie because you know they're making a sequel, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't think they were going to let that sleeping dog lie? No, they're after that. So why not get him knocked up? But he gets knocked up by. Oh wait, can I spoil? Can I can? It's been long enough. I can spoiler the first Joker, right? I would think well, so. Yes. I'll just say this: he gets knocked up by his neighbor, who he has the uh, the visits with. That's one option. Uh, the other option is those three dudes he murdered on the subway. They knocked him up first, and only later does he find out he's pregnant. Or De Niro did it. So I'll let you take your pick, but that'll be part of the mystery of the second one. But yeah, that's uh, that's apparently a thing now. So uh, super excited about that. So yesterday, and uh, boy, oh boy, what fun it was. Uh, yesterday, uh, three separate votes. Kevin McCarthy failed to achieve his goal to become the next Speaker of the House. Yep. Uh, it was uh, been a long time since they've even had a second vote, let alone a third one. And I got the voting breakdown here. You know, they had. I, I got to tell you, throughout the day, as the as uh, McCarthy was failing to uh, grab the necessary two eighteen, um, there were a lot of interesting conversations about well, who might fill that gap. Yeah, you know, and not just the names you've heard, like the Jim Jordans of the world, or. Uh, Steve Scalise, whose name was floated out there, but I even heard them talking about uh, Congressman McHenry here from North Carolina. 
Loves him some bow ties, by the way. Um, but yeah, and you know, the uh, a lot of people in uh, some of the North Carolina little political uh, discussion groups on the Twitter, uh, they were uh, they were liking that. Obviously, you get a certain amount of flex, certain amount of power if you're the Speaker of the House. I I don't know if that was anything but a pipe dream, but I did see some people writing about it. The last Speaker election to go beyond the first ballot was back in 1923 when it took nine tries over three days to reelect who was the current Speaker of the House. Uh, that also a Republican production. Meanwhile, those in the media, they just can't wrap their head around what the heck's going on. We'll get you details on that coming up here in uh, just a, a few minutes. Uh, real quick, let me grab a phone call. Anthony, what's up? Uh, yeah, I think we need to investigate uh, this whole where, when this flip happened because, you know, just like the Republican-Democrat Party flipped, when did it flip that we white people used to season their food, now we don't? Did it stop with Colonel Sanders and 11 herbs and spices, or what do you what's mean, going what, on? What do you mean, now you don't season? What? I'm, not, I'm not understanding. Well, you look all over TikTok that, you know, it's all, everybody says that white people don't season their food. Well, yeah, that is one of those stereotypical jokes that is allowed uh, versus the ones that are not allowed uh, in standard run-of-the-mill uh, comedic uh, television and movies. Um, yeah, I don't know, but uh, this chick's uh, c convinced that white people want to season their food since day one, and it, it ruined her uh, genetics. So, maybe. Well, you, you don't have to eat the food. Yeah, well, maybe you should talk her out of it. I don't know. And to be fair, yeah, and, I, and I mean this as a fan, thanks for the call, and I mean this as a fan of uh, Indian food, I, 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 I am. Um, even if you didn't land, if you were driving by, I'm sure you'd be able to smell it. Because uh, curry has a, uh, it's got a strong odor. A delicious one at that. So Maybe they were just planning on driving by, and they're like, oh, what is that? Celebrating 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. Uh-oh, China's decided that they're going to deploy countermeasures. I'll get into that story coming up here in just a few minutes. Scary, scary stuff there. Seriously, the world's just got to band together and be like, you know what? We are sick of your crap. Because uh, they are out of their depth, man. All right, so I was letting you know that uh, yesterday they had three separate votes to, um, get, to see if Kevin McCarthy would be the uh, new Speaker of the House. And uh, he didn't win any of them. And as you can imagine, the Democrats were very excited. Uh, Representative Ted Lieu was tweeting uh, pictures of himself with popcorn. Uh, you had weird moments where you had, like, what was it? It was like Representative Gozar and AOC having somewhat looked like a pleasant conversation <laughs> just sitting there. Uh, everything was so strange yesterday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But the fact remains that there still remains a divide. And in fact, during the uh, first balloting, it was more than just five people. It was like 19 or 20, uh, including uh, Dan Bishop. I mean, by the time, as somebody pointed this out, by the time they hit the C's, Going alphabetically through the last names, uh, it was clear that McCarthy already didn't have the votes. Now, there is an ex I don't know, an expectation. There is something I was reading where they think that Jim Jordan, who received five or six, may come out and endorse McCarthy just to get this done because they, they're not able to transact any business yet. And there were also uh, stories emerging that McCarthy's people were telling those who were holdouts that um, when he wins, they're not going to get committee assignments. So uh, swamp going to swamp, but, you know, that's where we are. Was not sitting well, though, with some of the uh, news folks that were covering it, including Jake Tapper and crew over at CNN. I think the big question, Anderson, is why does Kevin McCarthy want to be speaker? <laughs> what, what, what is he offering? What is he selling to the Republican caucus, the Republican conference, about his leadership uh, that cannot be replicated? Because he... We say, and I agree with Abby, in terms of him standing up to this, this MAGA wing, he has not been standing not up to this MAGA wing. He's been, he's, been, you know, he's been giving them everything they want. If you go to Kevin McCarthy's Twitter page right now, his pinned tweet, the tweet he wants everyone to see, we're learning in real time how Twitter colluded to silence the truth about Hunter Biden's laptop just days before the 2020 presidential election, relitigating the 2020 election. That's his pinned no, he's literally commenting on a story that is emerging literally right now where reporters are being given access to all of these Twitter communications, and it shows unequivocally that this was going on. And it's not even the worst of the worst part of it. They showed a, a calculated campaign with people like Adam Schiff, Senator Warner from Virginia, and others who were demanding things that and silencing of people that even Twitter said, we just simply can't do that, and then they threatened to go public, and then Warner literally did, after they refused a request, held a press conference, basically admonishing Twitter. That is what Pelosi and others were doing as well. They were, they were, they were saying that there was going to be more hearings, not over the silencing of people, but over the inability of them to dictate who they silenced. This is actual new information that's coming. It was stuff that was suspected, but now you have the proof. And you got Tapper and Cooper and these idiots sitting there going, ah, he just wants to relitigate this. Sweet, Anderson. Yeah, uh, trying to reach out to as many uh, of the far right wing of the Republican Party as possible. Yes, yes, that's the intent. That's the intent of acknowledging. It shows you how much CNN is willing to ignore any of the Twitter file stuff. They don't care. They don't care at all, and to care is to be a conspiracy theorist. 
But it's not even a question now. And it wasn't even a question really before that, uh, as they uh, determined as several news outlets, including New York Times, Washington Post, and others, who CNN generally agrees with, that the Hunter Biden laptop was, in fact, legit. So I'm sorry if Ted Lou's going to be dragging popcorn out there so he can go ahead and, and, and watch the Republicans figure out who it is. And he's not wrong. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the lockstep nature of the way the Democrats handle this stuff is it's, uh, it's legendary. Even, the, even when the squad was out doing their stuff, they weren't out there queering the deal on anything. They were not. They were able to go ahead and uh, get things done. And then, if there was allotted spots, right? It, this uh, there's some stuff people don't understand. Like one of the things is, especially when you get near an election, there are calculations that are taking place over who will or won't vote for stuff that they normally would vote for or wouldn't vote for. Right, So if the Democrats have something that's a bit unsavory that they're trying to push through and they have vulnerable members of their caucus who have to face voters in, you know, in, within the next few weeks or two months or whatever it is, and they can shed a vote, they will identify who the most vulnerable voter is over that particular issue, and then that person will be able to vote so that they can look as though they're independent. But it's all kabuki theater. It's all pre-planned. So that dumpster fire rolls on today. And tomorrow, obviously, we'll be chatting with uh, Mark Walker. He's been, he's been texting me over this stuff because he's paying attention, obviously. And we'll see where we're at on that. We'll get into a little more of the process, okay? All right, so we got that going for you. Also, uh, another historic first. That's how they're describing it. 45-year-old um, woman by the name of Beverly Gunther who was raped and murdered. And it wasn't fast. By Amber McLaughlin has received justice. McLaughlin executed yesterday by the state of Missouri. And the first was the first woman executed by the state of Missouri, and the first openly transgender individual executed in the United States. Amber McLaughlin, a transgender woman. In fact, uh, Ross, did you see the, the little video snippet they released this morning? It's kind of hard to watch for some people where they're asking McLaughlin, uh, what's your last words? Did you no, see I, this? I missed that morning? completely. Oh, wow. Okay. Because um, uh, McLaughlin was out there prior to this calling for people to ha to literally have watch parties and wear pink uh, fingernail polish and, and or lipstick as a show of unity, which uh, that, that plan failed because they went and uh, uh, greased this criminal yesterday, but not before the last words were officially entered into the record. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. So... Powerful stuff there. Powerful stuff. Uh, one more time. Uh, last words of Amber McLaughlin. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. So, 
But, hey, justice going to justice, and uh, that's where we find ourselves. 745, let's get some weather justice from uh, Ray Stajic in the form of uh, boating weather. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's it's not pretty out there. Um, The rain is uh, come on in now. There's less rain, actually, from about Fayetteville and south and east than there is west and north. You got near the triad, north Wilkesboro, and in through... uh, Winston-Salem, uh, some pretty decent rain coming down. And we'll have more through the morning into the afternoon. Embedded thunderstorms, probably not to severe, which would be winds to 58 and some hail three-quarters of an inch or larger. But they may produce some gusty winds. I think the rain's going to be the greatest threat. Half inch, maybe up to an inch in some spots. Might make the low 70s. We'll see how this rain keeps us down into the 60s. Tonight, the showers will end. And then tomorrow, sunshine will be back. Tonight, we're cooler Low to mid-50s tomorrow, mid-upper 60s, and then even cooler tomorrow night. Upper 30s, low 40s, and then on Friday, we're all back into the mid-50s. So more seasonable temperatures trying to get back in here as we get through Friday and the upcoming weekend with sunshine for Saturday and partly sunny Sunday, low to mid-50s. Lows down to the low to mid-30s for Friday night, early Saturday, but coming up a little bit by Sunday morning. So the rain today and then the cooler weather starting to settle in slowly, though, as the week goes on, I'm going to feel pretty nice around here for this time of year as we go through tomorrow, Friday, and the weekend. All righty. Thank you, sir. Chat in an hour. Appreciate okay. it. All right. Uh, 746 KCO Day radio program. Uh, still lots to get to, including uh, that China story I just told you about. In fact, uh, we got a couple things to uh, throw in your direction. And uh, Oregon, where the weird gets weirder. We'll get into that coming up. Hang on. A new decade on the calendar and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, welcome back to 751. Here on your Wednesday morning. So China's PO'd, man. Yep, yep, yep. They are not pleased. They're not pleased as people are reacting to the fact that uh, a senior doctor at one of Shanghai's top hospitals is sounding the alarm. Chen Ezrin, vice president of Rujin Hospital and a member of Shanghai's COVID expert advisory panel, estimates at least 70% of the mega city, Shanghai, which, by the way, do you know how many people live in Shanghai? 25 million people. So 70% of 25 million have or currently have COVID. And when I say had, I mean recently. He says the spread of the epidemic in Shanghai is very wide. It may have reached 70% of the population, which is 20 to 30 times more than it did back in April and May. He's probably, I'm I'm assuming that dude's going to get disappeared real quick. The irony, of course, is, um, excuse me, I'm about ready to sneeze. Um, The irony, (coughs) excuse me, is that uh, just the other day, I guess last week, there was a report of two flights that showed up in Italy, and we've talked about this, how northern Italy and China have this connection because of China's takeover of the leather industry and a few other things there. 
uh, which is one of these deal with the devil things that China does, uh, which which brought about all of these direct flights, literally like a, do- a half dozen direct flights every day to, to Wuhan, between like Milan and Wuhan, which is why Northern Italy got hit so hard with COVID during the first go-around, uh, right after China. They were next in the barrel. And so there was two flights that came into Italy here last week, and half the half of the people on the planes had COVID. That caused Italy and a bunch of other countries to go, nope, ain't going to do this. New travel restrictions it is. And now Beijing is threatening, uh, threatening countermeasures uh, against countries who require COVID tests for travelers from China. Remember, the Chinese government had a zero COVID policy, forcing people to stay in their homes for as long as 100 days. That led to protests. They softened up. But the surge of COVID infecting the Chinese people which may or may not have something to do with China basically deciding they were going to ignore the issue the first time around and pretend like the numbers were nothing, and then when somebody died, they would just mass burn their bodies, has led to the U.S., U.K., France, Japan, India, Canada, Canada, and several other European countries all imposing travel restrictions. So now China is threatening to respond with, quote, countermeasures. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen to this piece of garbage. Uh, Mao Ning, China's foreign minister spokesperson. Quote, we believe the entry restrictions adopted by these countries targeting China lack scientific basis. And some excessive practices are even more unacceptable. We are firmly opposed to attempts to manipulate the COVID measures for political purposes. Yes, this is the Chinese spokeshole saying that they're opposed to people manipulating COVID measures for political purposes and says they will take countermeasures based on the principle of reciprocity. I'm not saying you invade China. What I'm saying is you re-isolate China. Same way you isolated Russia. And I understand what Russia went and did. They lashed out, and there is, look, there's a chance China lashes out. I don't know exactly what it looks like. But you financially cripple these people. And it's not the people of China that you're wanting to cripple. You're wanting to cripple the government so the people of China go, nope, we're done with this. These people are insane. China has not proven in any way, shape, or form on any issue that they give two craps about anybody else. And you could argue, well, the U.S. is self-centered. You know, people say the U.S. is self-centered, all the rest of that. Yeah, yeah, no, we got a pretty high opinion of ourselves. I mean, we're, uh, 
don't know if you know this, we're undefeated in World Wars. 2-0. But, 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 more importantly, we do not, when, we, when we're on the world on the from a financial standpoint, we have something that still requires us to check ourselves, and it's reserve currency status. Right, the, D, the if you were to do away with the dollar as essentially the preferred currency of the world over, that could be deeply problematic for the U.S. So it's something that keeps us in check. China doesn't have anything to lose so long as people don't financially come after them. But if they're willing to devastate your economy because they still do not want to admit where they were wrong. How is that somebody that you want to do business with? And it's it sucks. There is a whole lot of supply chain stuff and a whole lot of things that are wrapped up in China. And you saw the results of this when we did this the first time over. But sometimes you just got to rip the Band-Aid off. But if they want to sit there and be that dishonest and threaten people and knowingly send people out of the country strapped with whatever their variant of COVID is, then eventually you just got to say enough is enough and be done with it. Currently, if you're coming in from China, you have to undergo COVID testing. Which means they're still letting them in. I'm of the opinion that maybe you shouldn't let uh, uh, non-U.S. nationals fly in from China. That would send a much stronger message. The stupidity of all of it is we knew this last week, and they don't even start the U.S. travel requirement until tomorrow, which I don't understand why. They already have all the infrastructure there. Why would you wait a week? But they're willing to do it now. All right, 888-934-7874. We'll be back right after the news. Good morning, everybody. It is 8.07 Wednesday, hour number three, here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Uh, phone number 888-934-7874. And uh, we haven't had a chance to chat with our lieutenant governor for a while, obviously with a little vacation, but he joins us, Mark Robinson. How are you doing this morning, sir? I'm good, Casey. How are you doing? I'm good. How are your holidays, my man? It was great. Uh, how was yours? Uh, you know, it was pretty good. Uh, Ross got the better end of it, though, because he got some football jersey he wanted. So, and a couple. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. Nice enough to do that for him. Um, so, uh, let's let's just go ahead and get into it. 2023, here we go. Um, I was looking at a lot of, like, uh, end-of-the-year analysis that some of the traditional media outlets were doing about our governor and 
the great job that he's doing and everything that's going on out there. I guess I'm kind of looking for you to prognosticate, sir. What what do you see as the challenges and some of the stuff that we're hoping to accomplish here in North Carolina, even in spite of uh, what Roy Cooper may be thinking? Well, you know, we want to continue to push, of course, for big changes in education. Uh, we want to continue to push to make sure that parents are at the top. Uh, their put their their choice, uh, parent parental choice, is the top uh, priority in school choice uh, in, in education. Because you know, I've said it time and time again, Casey, if you want to have a great education system, the essential element is parental involvement, and not just parents being involved, but parents actually having control of their children's educational destiny. So we're going to continue to work on that. Uh, we're going to continue to work on. Uh, um, making education better, quite frankly. Right now, uh, we're in a very bad uh, position with what happened with COVID. Through a lot of our lowest-performing students even farther behind, uh, and it through all students behind in general. We all saw the, uh, the sad statistics that came out not too long ago nationwide on that front. So we're going to continue to make sure that education is, is going to get back to the point of you know, moving away from the indoctrination, move away, moving away from from the social engineering and back into actual education. And it starts with the three essentials, that reading, writing, and uh, mathematics uh, component. Uh, you know, we also got to look out uh, uh, look out into the future of what's going to happen with this uh, issue on life, uh, on the abortion issue. And we're going to have to come to a consensus on that as well. So there are a lot of things out there on the horizon, those things. Of course, our economy, our, our energy situation, you know, we see our governor right now making this push the same way as the governor out in California to, to bring these electric vehicles that are not ready. Uh, the market's not ready for that yet. And, uh, you know, we, we need to make sure that we're, we're drawing energy from sources that are going to allow people to be able to afford those energy sources and have the resources uh, that they need. Uh, so uh, all of those things are on the table right now. And uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, where things lead us, I guess. I was. Uh, how closely have you been following all this Twitter file stuff? Um, because there is some, there is some indication that uh, there have been some accounts that are uh, people from North Carolina uh, who have been among those that uh, were impacted by decisions and, and alliances that were made by previous Twitter ownership, uh, the Justice Department, uh, elected officials, all of that. And um, I, I'm just curious your perspective because CNN, uh, as recently as yesterday, was mocking them as uh, conspiracy theories. Well, here's the thing. You know, it, it's funny how with the scant evidence that they have against the president on January 6th, we have pursued that. I mean, just they have hounded this man over January 6th. They've had investigation after investigation after investigation. Uh, but we see things like this, where there's obvious evidence that an investigation needs to take place. Not saying that it's true, but the evidence exists saying that we need to take a look at it. We have, uh, you have the Hunter Biden laptop. And I'm going to say this, and some folks might get mad, but we have a lot of evidence out there right now that these COVID vaccines are, could be causing damage to some folks. But we refuse to look at these things because they don't go along with the news narrative. Notice, I didn't say with the news. I didn't say with science. I said they don't go along with the news narrative. We need to stop following narratives, and we need to stop following evidence, and we need to start 
uh, bringing some results to that evidence, giving people the real answers that they need. Uh, right now, things are too political, and it's costing people uh, their lives, their livelihoods, uh, and we've got to stop that. And that's just one of those issues where we see this happen. If there was some type of illegal collusion or unfair collusion or immoral collusion between Twitter and political ent- entities for the purposes of trying to damage someone, uh, it, 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 you know, the, the fairness of elections, that needs to be bought the light that needs to be corrected, and we need to make sure it does not happen again. There we, uh, in North Carolina, some people's holidays interrupted with rolling blackouts. Duke Energy um, uh, basically had a laundry list of excuses and reasons for it. They said they're very sorry. Um, what I found a little humorous, and I saw one of the writers over Carolina Journal did as well, was Roy Cooper saying that he was shocked. Uh, about rolling blackouts, if you look at many of the energy policy decisions that have been dictated previously by Democrats that the governor himself has supported, should it be mm-hmm. any surprise that uh, Duke Energy may find themselves handcuffed in certain aspects when it comes to energy production here in North Carolina? No, it should not be any surprise. The only thing you have to do, only thing you have to do, is look at other states, California being cheaply among them, that have instituted these. Uh, these over-the-top policies that have been led by the climate change cabal to see how it it stifles progress, drives costs up, and drives these rolling blackouts. Uh, I've said it time and time again. Is there a place for studying climate change? Absolutely. But that, that climate change and the study of climate change should not dictate the energy needs of North Carolina or any other state. Uh, if, we, if we take this thing out of the hands of those who actually know what they're doing, who know how to be good stewards over our, our, over our resources, who know how to provide this energy safely, efficiently, uh, uh, we're, making a, we're making a big mistake. And we see that creeping in North Carolina now in a big way because the governor is such a big proponent of, the, this, of allowing the, the global climate cabal uh, to run our energy needs. You um, you sent out a, a fundraising email um, talking about the upcoming governor's race. Not throwing your hat in the ring because you're going to announce that on the show. If you decide to run, we already decided. But um, you uh, intimated that you think that this will be a $100 million governor's race. Talk about that. Why do you think that? Well, Casey, you know, uh, the beliefs that we hold, uh, the, conservative, uh, the conservative principles that we push, uh, they raised a lot of a lot of ire on the left. A lot of people don't like our position, as we just talked about, on energy. They don't like our position on life. They don't like our position on the Second Amendment. They don't like our uh, our position uh, on a lot of social issues. And so they're going to come after us wholeheartedly. They do not want North Carolina to be a state that is cut from the same cloth as Florida or as Texas. They want North Carolina to be cut in the same cloth as California. And they're going to throw everything they can to make sure that they have uh, uh, a, a successful candidate for governor in this state to try to hold this state, uh, the progress, the real progress in this state back. And real progress, again, not found in these leftist ideas. It's found in conservative principles. We see that time and time again. So we know they're going to throw everything at us, and we believe that's going to, you know, it's going to make the money going to make that money component huge. And well, and and it is a big number and it's the breakdown that's even more interesting. If you go back to the uh, uh Dan Forrest for, uh, versus Roy Cooper race, 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They spent about $70 million. About $51 million of that was spent by the Democrats, and just a 15-ish million was spent by uh, Dan Forrest's campaign and some outside spending. That's a heck of an advantage. $51 million to 16 or to $16 million? How did the Republicans uh, close that gap, which is going to be necessary if they want to win? We've got to close that gap. If we have that gap, we've got to do it with our message. I was able to do that in my successful bid for lieutenant governor. Uh, I was I was outgunned, so to speak, uh, ten to one. Uh, Michael Bloomberg threw in some eight million dollars into my race near the end of my race, uh, and we were still able to, to pull out a victory. And I believe we pulled that victory out because the people of North Carolina, uh, although they're very diverse, uh, the vast majority of North Carolinians are, are are endowed with common sense and wisdom. And when they hear a, a message that is a common sense message that they know will be successful. Uh, across the board, I think that that is the message they will go for. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to continue to fight. We're going to continue to uh, push our message. And we're going to continue to let people know that we want real progress in this state. And, again, real progress does not come by these wild ideas that are destroying other uh, states around the country. Real uh, progress comes uh, uh, when you put principles in action that actually work. And that's what we want to do here in North Carolina. Behind the scenes, though, have, have there been, con- you don't have to say who, but have there been conversations where there is going to be some more step up? Because obviously the amount of outside money that flowed into Cooper's campaign was substantial. Hollywood and Bloomberg, uh, I'm sure, contributed to his as well. And and so have there been some big Republican donors who have indicated that this race is a priority for them and that conversation's already happening? Well, I'm, I'm, those, those conversations are happening every day, I'm sure, uh, and uh, they will continue to happen. Uh, we just have to make sure that we make the right moves in order to capture the governor's seat. And I think that we've learned some lessons uh, throughout, the last, uh, throughout the last 12 years here in the state with, under Republican leadership. I think we've learned some, uh, some very good lessons from this past election cycle about things that we need to be uh, on the lookout for. And uh, I think we're going to have a successful result in 2024. What do you think the uh, the new look NC Supreme Court uh, will be up to? Are there some priorities there? Is there some legislation that you're aware of that uh, is in the court docket that's going to be making its way? Because if there's one thing that the Democrats did do in the final, I guess, six months of the uh, the Democrat court is they fast-tracked stuff. They pushed everything they could, funneled it through yeah. there so they could get the decisions that they wanted. Are the yeah. Republic, Do the Republicans have some plans to do that that you're aware of? Uh, I'm not aware of those plans, uh, but I'm sure that they are making plans to undo some of the things that uh, – the Democrats did while they were in. You know, we've got to make a plan to get uh, voter ID passed. We've got to have a plan uh, to, uh, to to secure uh, our legislature the right to, to draw their own maps. 
so uh, I'm sure that our courts, uh, our guys are working on that as fast as they can. Uh, because let's just be honest with you, Casey. Uh, the folks who were on that Supreme Court, who had the majority on that Supreme Court, uh, they were legislating from the bench. And many of the things they did uh, from where I'm sitting uh, were unconstitutional at worst and immoral at best. And uh, they need to be corrected. And I believe that we have the right people on that on the bench now that will do that. Uh, you following the Gary Hahn story, the NC State uh, football announcer who was suspended when he was he was doing an around the bowls kind of wrap up and referenced the uh, Sun Bowl that was taking place in El Paso, and uh, he said among the illegal aliens uh, uh, of El Paso, this is how the game's going, and he was uh, immediately suspended uh, indefinitely by his employer, uh, Learfield Sports, who broadcasts and then contracts to companies like WRAL who run stuff and and others. Um, what he said is not inaccurate, and it is part of the language change, the cultural language change. Though some would say, if you're doing a sports broadcast, stick to things that aren't political, because generally we've seen politics brought from the left into sports. So where are you at on this story? Did Han do anything wrong, or at the very least, should he not have brought it up, even though it is an accurate statement about what's going on in El Paso, which is a really sad situation? Uh, well, it's, to me, it's just an indication of what the left does. The left doesn't, doesn't want to speak of those issues. They don't want people to be aware of those issues. Should he have said it during a sports cast, a sports cast we could debate about that all day long. Should he have been suspended for it? Absolutely not. He didn't say anything that wasn't true, and he certainly didn't say anything that was, uh, that was racist in any way. So he should not have been suspended. But it's, a, it's, just, a, it's just another small example of how the left operates. If you step outside of their narrative, they are going to cancel you. That is the bottom line. You have to walk the line with these folks. And if you, if you sway left, if you sway right, you're going to be canceled. And so I absolutely don't think he should have been uh, suspended. Uh, maybe his boss should have said, hey, maybe don't, don't say, don't bring that up again. But how can you say that in an era where sports is now full of politics? Uh, from my purview, I've, I've said this a thousand times. ESPN used to be the channel you, you used to be able to go to to escape. Right. You know, just escape for an hour or two. Just get away from everything. You turn it turn to ESPN now and you run smack dab into it. And so, uh, no, he shouldn't have been uh, suspended for that. He, he spoke fact. What's going on on our southern border right now is not just a shame. That that does it no service. That, that's, a, that's a disservice to what's going on down there. What's going on down there right now is a nightmare, a nightmare that has been created by a weak president, an absolutely weak president who has horrendous policies. And, again, it is literally causing people their lives. It's costing people their lives and livelihoods. And uh, 2024 and a big change in that area can't come fast enough. Last question. I got about a minute. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's going on yesterday for the first time since the 1920s? Uh, they did not have a Speaker of the House on the first vote. They took three. They still don't have one. Um, is that level of infighting good for the GOP and getting stuff done? No, it's not. It's not. We need some. We need some direction. We need some unity. And I hope. I would hope. And there's a lot of those folks up there that I, I highly respect. 
I would hope that those folks can get in the room and come to a consensus and move forward because we have some serious issues we need to deal with. And we need those folks to be on their game to do it. So I'm hoping that they can definitely get that thing straightened out quick, fast, and in a hurry. Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson joining us uh, this morning. Appreciate it, sir. We'll talk here very soon and have a good rest of your day. Okay, Stay dry. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. There you go. Mark Robinson here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Lots to get to coming up in our final half hour of the show. The phone number 888-934-7874. You want to be in on that. Uh, We'll get into it coming up. Your news is next. 1061 FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI, two stations driving the best in talk. This is Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News. All right, 836, welcome back here on the Casey O'Day radio program. Phone number 888-934-7874. You want to uh, be on the show? That's how you make that happen. Fact check, Elon Musk. Here we go. This is so stupid. So stupid, it's good. So yesterday, Elon Musk tweeted the following. 12 months ago, I was person of the year. So you're probably thinking, well, wait a sec. That's That's like a pretty concise single sentence tweet. What is the, what's the fact check? Well, obviously, that is extremely misleading. We can all agree, right? Ross, you feel misled by that tweet, I'm assuming, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here's the fact check. I just want to read it verbatim. His tweet is referencing person of the year recognition issued solely by Time Magazine. There is currently no... Universal Worldwide Person of the Year Award or recognition that Elon Musk has received. So, if you apparently uh, King of the World doesn't offer some sort of uh, Person of the Year, but rather the uh, simply the editors over at Time Magazine, in case you were confused. So, uh, it was labeled misleading, given the halfway point even though it's a thousand percent accurate. And I think time owns person of the year as a trademark too. So reality, it's uh, extra stupid. Speaking of, Oh, Ross, did you win person of the year too? Huh? Did you win that one too? I did not know. Oh, okay. You just won best radio personality. And uh, listen, I don't feel comfortable talking about this because I'm not one for self promotion. I don't want to talk about my huge, earth-shattering win. I want to focus on your third-place accomplishment and achievement because I'm a team player. Yeah, team player. Yeah. So congrats on third. I mean, that's a major thing. It's not as good as two or one, but it's still, you know, it's it's on the list. So I happened to see some tweets from your wife back in September essentially attempting to rig this thing. So I don't really wouldn't call it rigging. I'd call it campaigning. It's what we do in this country. So you know that giant heavy plaque that they have for these awards uh, hanging in the uh, lobby? Yeah, because we we see them every year because they're always like you know G tends to win them. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. In the past, yeah. And then they do a photo shoot with them, and it's a whole thing. So 
I'm going to take that. If cause I guess there's like an actual physical award. I'm going to take it. I'm going to like turn it into like a Flavor Flav type clock. Just like oh, a wow. piece of jewelry. Wear it around everywhere. You're going to wear a giant five pound plaque around your neck. Well, yeah. When I'm at work, yes. Just to remind everybody else at work. Correct. Of, 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 of the big team achievement. Do you find it weird that you won that, but you didn't win the sheriff's race? I, mean, I think that's how we know the fix is in. That's that's the cracking right so you there. So ad- you do admit that your wife is essentially outside dark money. Or you mean the fix is in the other way? Well, the, yeah, the that's fixes. how you know it's rigged. Oh, jeez. Wait. How so can I win you- this major, huge, ginormous <laughs> award as, you know, number one air personality in the triangle? Right. But, yeah. but you know, like not win the sheriff's race. So make, or only get like one or two votes. It makes no sense. So this is the Kraken. The system is broken. Somebody needs to do something. You know what I'm saying? All right. That's fine. You're making a t-shirt out of that, aren't you? I am you? so making a t-shirt out of it. I'm going to sell it. You know my name is going to monetize so. it. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm a team player. I'm excited about your third place win. I'm excited about to it, say this. the fact that you're monetizing it, and, you're, and I'm going to get royalties, so... Like with the cup. I still haven't seen the uh, KC, John Wayne, KC uh, uh, royalty check. Is that, is that in the mail? Really? Or? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. It's in the mail, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I right. could have easily walked over to the next studio and given it to you, but I, I wanted there you to could. be a, like a, a paper trail. No, that's fair. You know, that's, uh, you know, the IRS gets weird. Exactly. I mean, there's 86,000 so. new agents, so just to be safe. Got to watch out. So check this out. Speaking of Elon Musk. Uh, going back to that, uh, authorities in California have arrested a doctor and charged him with multiple counts of attempted murder. What did he do? Well, you saw the story of the Tesla that plunged 250 feet off of uh, one of the notorious cliffs on the uh, uh, Pacific Coast Highway. 41-year-old Dharmesh Patel, a physician from Pasadena, booked on attempted murder and child abuse charges because in the vehicle, his wife and two children, and everyone survived. Because here's the thing. Once you make that decision, you're going to drive your family off a cliff. There's going to be a moment and before you go off the cliff, and then all of the moments while you're falling off the cliff purportedly to your deaths, where your family's going to know you tried to murder them. And in many cases, it's been successful. You had that uh, couple, those two women who had all those adopted kids who drove off a cliff a few years ago. It's a very sad story. They went out and adopted like five or six kids, and one of them just decided to drive off a cliff because financially and emotionally it all became too much. Very tragic story. Well, in this case, uh, police say that he... He decided that um, he just couldn't do it, and he didn't just want to off himself. He was going to kill his whole family. The problem was the safety measures in a Tesla are significant. So even though the vehicle flipped several times, it actually came to rest on its wheels, and it didn't explode in a big old fireball like they do in the movies. But I've actually been, this is called the Devil's Slide, which is, there's a whole viewing area, and it's a, it's a huge, huge cliff area um, on the Pacific Coast Highway. 
So the fact that they he drove a car off it, it flipped and then landed on its wheels and threw the uh, uh, the inertia somewhat being or not the inertia but the speed somewhat being slowed down because the cliff is not a straight drop, coupled with the gazillion airbags in this thing. It um, it didn't kill him. I know if you're Elon Musk, you ain't going to brag about that, but that's pretty damn impressive because I think anyone assumes you take a vehicle, fly it off a 250-foot cliff, that's your donezo, man. That's the end of that. But uh, in this case, it was not. And so now not only did he survive, but his whole family survives, and now they know that he tried to kill them. Investigators have not yet determined what driving mode the Tesla was in, including whether it had its autopilot function on, but they do not believe that is what contributed to the crash. So they believe he intentionally drove it off the cliff, and there's also some witness statements to uh, corroborate that. Uh, There's some interviews from neighbors and the hospital he works for, all of that. That's a crazy story, man. Uh, that, uh, firefighters using binoculars noticed movement from the mangled vehicle. So they showed up assuming everyone was dead in there. And appeared they appeared that it was going to be a body recovery effort, which is not easy because it's not like you can just pull a boat up there either. Those waves are crashing into that cliff uh, significantly. The car's doors were jammed shut. Firefighters used the jaws of life. The children pulled from the back window, brought up uh, in a rescue basket, rushed to hospital. Uh, by ambulance, they had some musculoskeletal injuries, not life-threatening. Uh, the parents had traumatic injuries. Um, yeah, here actually is the story. In 2018, a woman intentionally drove off another cliff with her wife and six adopted kids. Everyone was killed in that crash. So I guess the moral of the story is, if you're one of these uh, family annihilators or whatever that term is they use for these people who uh, decide that they're going to take everyone with them, um, Get yourself an old-school vehicle with no airbags or something, or a Pinto. But um, uh, so, someone looking out for the, the, the kids and the wife there. And I'm actually glad the guy survived just so he has to. This is, is a deal with the reality of uh, what he tried to do, if, in fact, that is what he tried to do, as police believe. All right, 845 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel. Not a good day for a drive, not today. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, a little wet out there right now. Um, uh, one batch of rain going through the triangle. Uh, lessening just a bit now as you get into um, areas down to uh, the Anderson Creek area and Norrington Crossroads. But back to the west, uh, rain more significant now out across the triad where we are looking at um, some heavier rainfall. Don't have any advisories or warnings for flooding, but uh, there may be some ponding of the water on the roadways, especially west of Winston-Salem out near Louisville and Farmington. Um, and as you go west of that, at the Atkin County. So uh, just a heads up, there is some heavier rainfall this morning. I think we'll see a little tapering off here around the triangle. And then we'll see more rain come back for them. But I think you stay in it a little longer here in through the triad this morning and into the afternoon. We'll start to see slowly the process of drying out. Upper 60s to low 70s. We'll see if we can get back into the low 70s with all the rain around. Tonight, just a threat for showers early, low to mid 50s. 
And the sun comes back for Thursday and Friday. Temperatures do start slowly coming down, mid-upper 60s on Thursday. Friday, only in the low to mid-50s. The lows at night will dip to near freezing again. And the weekend looks okay near seasonable temperatures. Mostly sunny to partly sunny highs, low to mid-50s. Lows coming up to the mid to upper 30s, KC. So kind of a soggy day today. Might get a little brief break here. Um, basically, from about... Um, the area from Chatham County in through the Triangle points east, but points west of that, you're going to be in the rain a little bit longer. But I think all this rain is going to come back across uh, back across the Triangle here as we go on through later in the morning and into the afternoon before it starts tapering off. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate okay. it. And uh, we'll chat tomorrow. Sounds good. All right. We'll come back with Jeff Bellinger next. Hang on. Your day smarter and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. 853, your Bloomberg update now. Jeff Bellinger joining us. Jeff, what's happening? Well, good morning, KC. Uh, stocks could not manage to close higher yesterday. They finished modestly lower, but the futures are higher again this morning. Dow futures are up 130. Four points. Thing that uh, investors are really uh, looking forward to are the minutes from the Federal Reserve's December meeting. They come out at two o'clock this afternoon. They could shed some light on why policymakers think runaway inflation might linger well into 2023. A Twitter policy still evolving under Elon Musk. The latest change involves political advertising. The short messaging service will relax the three-year ban on campaign ads. The Food and Drug Administration certified Honey Bee Health as the first online pharmacy to dispense the abortion medication Mufapristone. The FDA approved a new pharmacy certification plan developed by the brand name and generic manufacturers of the abortion pill. This opens the door for other pharmacies to offer the medication. The pill can only be dispensed after a prescription is issued by a certified health care provider. Microsoft's going to make another attempt to get more internet users to use its Bing search engine. Sources say the software giant plans to add open AI's chat box to Bing. The company's hoping that making responses to searchers' inquiries more conversational will convince more people to move away from Google. And Burger King doesn't publicize at KC, but its restaurants generally allow hungry customers to add extra patties to their sandwiches for an upcharge. Now the chain's making it official. Beginning tomorrow, a new BK Stackers lineup will be added to the menu. A quad BK Stacker, which some have called a suicide burger, will feature four beef patties, four slices of cheese, bacon, and a special sauce. Back to you, Casey. I think we can agree in the world of fast food burgers between Burger King, McDonald's, and Wendy's. Wendy's has the superior, albeit square burger. Would you agree? I hear that a lot. I have not had a fast food burger in more than 12 years, so I really can't weigh in. Okay. I haven't had, All right. Well, yeah, you could just that. agree with me if you want. Oh, well, I, okay. I guess so. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Look at that. Jeff's convert. I'm just Thank being you, honest. Sir. Truth and journalism. Have what do you eat? Day, at, what Casey. do you eat at a fast food place? If you go to a fast food place, then I got a, a chicken a fried chicken sandwich once at McDonald's. That's the last time I've. And that was the first time I've been to a fast food restaurant in a very long time. All right. Quit bragging. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. So, Talk to right. you tomorrow. Take care. There you go, Jeff Pellinger, Bloomberg News. Huh. Hmm. 
Donald Trump has uh, issued a statement this morning encouraging the uh, House to vote in Kevin McCarthy. Quote, some really good conversations took place last night. Now it's time for all of our great Republican House members to vote for Kevin. Close the deal, take back the vic- take the victory, and watch na- crazy Nancy fly back home to a very broken California, the only speaker in U.S. history to have lost the House twice. So uh, we'll see if that moves the needle at all coming up today or just irritates a bunch of people. All right, go ahead, because you think this is so flippin' amusing. Go ahead, tell people what happened right after the show yesterday. Oh, yeah, my buddy from uh, Twitch, because I do a Twitch thing at Hayes for Sheriff. You should go there. A lot of listeners, we hang out, we have a good time, we play some video games. You going to wear your award on the stream? Yes. As a champ. Yes, I will. Uh, Anyway, he stopped by the station and dropped off some Christmas gifts for Marky Lincoln and and myself. And And who else? And you. He dropped you off some gifts. What did he get you, by the way, real quick? Uh, they were like these big, my like steel pieces of art. Uh, mine was of uh, the NCC one seven zero one D and A encountering each other in space. So from Star Trek, so Lincoln's just were the like nerdiest crap. Yeah, ever. okay. Lincoln's were uh, Mario and Luigi, and he got one for because Marky, my wife, she likes to write, and she actually just recently got an agent. She's trying to get published, so he got her one for uh, for writing. Uh, but oh, he okay. dropped you All off right. some good stuff, dude. And Lincoln loves the Mario stuff, so that's good gifts. Oh, he's so excited about it. So he got you. This is great. Yes. <sighs> got you some booze. I do like booze. The first one like. is uh, Cat Daddy. That's Cat Daddy yeah. Spiced Moonshine. Yeah. This is a 40% proof. Or no, no. Uh, what is it? It's uh, 80, 80 proof. Oh, my, holy crap. It's 40% proof, alcohol. So it's 40%, yeah. I guess. And then the other one, he got a bullet bourbon. So cat daddy and bullet bourbon. So he got me something that has cat in it. Cat daddy, and, correct, yes. And, and I'm not bullet. sure what that's about, but. Cat. Bullet. You're not sure. That you took a photo of it with that stupid stuffed whiskey thing that somebody sent you. We just put it down, and that happened to be there. We just took a photo. He's in a hurry. He's late There's for a work. box of cat litter behind it. We just put it there in a the corner. But yeah, we, we posted that photo at KC on the radio and Twitter. So, Merry Christmas, dude. Cat Daddy and Bullet Bourbon. Whiskey. It's, it's bourbon. Well, no, I'm reading it. It says Bullet Bourbon Frontier Whiskey. Ah, so there we go. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.